Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The lockdown seemed to be coming to an end, whether whether the government likes it or not, is the overall vibe I'm getting from people in the United States today and various news stories and things like that, and whether or not people like it, because it seems that a lot of businesses are just opening as they should and just doing what they want and saying, is it a lot of businesses? Because I'm sure it's all around here. It's more than I would expect. Okay. Well, here has a uniquely uh, liberal tendency among the local. You're talking about Keene, New Hampshire, where we're broadcasting from. I mean, I didn't just mean New Hampshire, uh, Keene, New Hampshire. I meant just all of New Hampshire. Well, there is the the racetrack. There's a racetrack. Finally. (laughs) You know, so there finally is a business that has decided to open its doors or its gates or whatever it is. Well, I mean, restaurants can't really uh, do anything. I mean, they're already open. Bars are... But they're not open because you can't go inside and sit down I and went order. inside a restaurant the other day. I did an order takeout. Well, I sat down outside um, and ate at, yeah, outside. You can sit outside at restaurants that happen to have outside tables. That's right. You can do that. Whereas well, people in other states, like Wisconsin, um, there's no restrictions whatsoever. Yep. Uh, so, and there's other states too. We had somebody call in from Utah the other night as well, saying things are pretty much as is or as it was. And I can tell you this, right? All the stuff that has to do with churches, glaringly unconstitutional. I mean, if this telling churches they can't meet, whatever they say regarding churches, like the church existed long before the United States government did. Right. And, um, you know, any government that that government may have sprung from, the church had been around much longer than that. So the idea, the notion, the blithering idiocy of saying something like, well, we can't have church services. Well, it may not be a good idea to have church services. You may think it's a bad idea if other people go to church. They may spread a disease at a church. But by God, if the United States of America is about one thing and one thing only, it's religious lunatics getting together with each other and praising their version of God. Well, let me be the devil's advocate here and argue what the state would likely argue in that scenario. Yes. It didn't prevent them from practicing their religion. They could have done so via Facebook groups yep. or Zoom meetings or whatever. Sure. All it did was prevent them from congregating in a single place. Except that is my religion. Yeah, to that's their religion. With like, people, it's the building. Place. Sure, it's the church. We so, paid a so, whole bunch of money so for. Are so, are Christians all... going to argue then that the church is not the people? It's the literal physical building. His Excellency is allowing people to, to get do business piercings as inside as, of the state of New Hampshire. Yes, as long as they're not trying to get their tongue or nose pierced. Yeah, there's all kinds of arbitrary restrictions that are being put down upon these businesses. They don't make any sense when compared to other things that people are allowed to do. They're not allowed to do A, B, and C, but they are allowed to do X, Y, and Z. And it's all very confusing and all very micromanagey and frustrating uh, for business owners who, you know, they understood that getting into business meant they'd have to jump through some government hoops, right? Like sure. there's stupid licenses and, uh, you know, bribes that they have to pay to these government uh, gangsters and and it's frustrating but business owners kind of knew that going into it they didn't know it was going to be like this they didn't realize that it was going to be so in their business so micromanaged and that's the way it's become where this this guy the sununu character is literally picking industry after industry and coming up with all these rules they call it stay at home 2.0 
here in New Hampshire. I hate everything about it's that. It's so despicable. <laughs> well, I mean, I was listening to NPR and the uh, day camps, because nobody's doing a sleepover camp apparently uh, this year. Day, day camps? For kids. Day okay. camps for kids. Okay. Um, Where you send your kid during the day during the summer. So yeah. they can do that. They just can't sleep there? Well, they're waiting for guidance from His Excellency. You've arranged to go to this race this Coming week, right? Yeah, Mark's going to fill in for me on Saturday, so uh, I'm going to go there. Even though you're not a fan of racing and you don't... I've never once been to... Bring your uh, plugs. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, so, l- let me share this with you. Before we get to the part about the snitches, because it's in the story, and I want to tell you about sure. this racetrack guy, because they got a great quote from the, the owner of this racetrack. Uh, Todd Bookman at NH Public Radio writes, Well, most of the state's businesses appear to be adhering to emergency orders issued by Governor Chris Sununu... Uh, who we call His Excellency, because that's what all the orders say at the top. Designed to limit the spread of the coronavirus, more entities are openly violating the guidelines as the pandemic drags into warmer weather. This weekend, Riverside Speedway in Groveton welcomed patrons into its grandstands despite the state's current prohibition on large gatherings. In Hampton, where the summer season brings throngs of tourists and crucial revenue to businesses, police responded to complaints of hotels violating Sununu's orders regarding out-of-state guests. What did they expect to happen? I mean, telling people to stay at home here in New Hampshire or here in New England in general when it's March and it's 40 degrees outside Yeah, that's at one noon. thing. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. When it's 80 degrees outside, it's bright and it's sunny, and it's late May, no one's ever going to go for that. If there are business owners who are doing things in full disregard, I think they're the best of business owners because that's the way it should be. You should just be able to, if you want to reopen with no COVID considerations whatsoever, with no social distancing or any of that nonsense, uh, then you should be able to do that. Now, I would recommend that you put a sign up saying, you know, enter at your own risk on your front door just to give people a heads up that if they open the door, there may be people who are also taking risks uh, in there. Unfortunately, the guy at the the racetrack in this particular case, he, I believe, still encouraged customers to so-called practice social distancing. So it wasn't as though they were in total violation of the governor's orders, but they were in violation of the governor's orders. And so to that extent, I, I do support uh, what they were doing, which is to say holding a race, despite the fact that the uh, His Excellency, Chris Sununu, the, the so-called governor here in New Hampshire, did issue uh, several weeks ago an order prohibiting people in uh, to gather together in groups larger than 10. So this is an automobile race. That is correct. Held outdoors. Yeah, that's right. And in bleachers. I presume. So you I've can never easily get six feet from pretty much everybody. And they did. There were only about 50 attendees at this event. Right. 50 attendees in one set of bleachers it doesn't sound like uh, the most dangerous thing I've ever heard of. I think you have the right as a business owner to say the only people who come in here, like Costco, for instance, is doing the uh, mask thing. Good for them. That's yeah. their business. Yeah. They get to decide. And it's a private club. Yep. And you don't like it. Go to Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. Do What's, your thing there. I went to Walmart, uh, Walgreens earlier, and my experience was drastically different there from what it has been anywhere else. All, Why? Everyone there was wearing a mask. Uh, Not boo. just the employees. At Walgreens? Every single person there. That's yeah. sad. Versus I'd, at CVS, where it's about 50% of people, versus mm-hmm. on Main Street, where it's like maybe 10% of people. Yeah, I just walked into CVS. I didn't see anybody with a mask on yeah. at the time. Except for employees? I didn't see an employee with a mask on. Oh, interesting. Really? Well, I, I saw one employee. Okay. Huh. And, and they weren't wearing a mask. Yeah. Nice. Uh, good for that's them. That's refreshing. 
when that you is. hear about that. So the racetrack's website says it'll run races this weekend again. So they already did it last weekend. They're going to do it again this weekend. Uh, there was no comment Tuesday from track owner Mike Humphrey and also no comment from the New Hampshire Attorney General's office. Governor Chris Sununu said this, quote, The track you were referring to was warned repeatedly to not hold an event where there would be a large gathering where social distancing could be challenging, said the governor. Humphrey. Uh, I see he's hedging his bets. He didn't hold a large gathering where social distancing would be problematic because social distancing was possible. It was, but the governor didn't know that. I mean, if there were 2,000 people that showed up instead of 50, it probably would have been a bit of a different situation. I just uh, wanted to start by uh, saying that I guess uh, one of the Michigan cities here, like the whole city, pretty much decided to open up against Governor Whitmer's order. Really? Which one was that? Yeah, South Haven. It's a resort town um, uh, on Lake Michigan. And yeah, they uh, pretty much the business owners in that city just essentially said, what are you going to do if a whole city opens? Wow. What did so, they um, do? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't ha- really have a chance to read the article um, that you guys came on, and so I decided to start listening. But, uh, Arya, uh, you had mentioned earlier about um, the freedom of, of religion, and uh, I just, uh, and uh, possibly worshiping online, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, uh, specifically a United Pentecostal church, and there's like a scripture in the Bible that says, they shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's kind of hard to do that on online, if you know what I mean. Well, where are those priests going out and healing people so that COVID-19 ceases to exist? It's, it's Ken a, Hagen did it for everybody. He just went on his it's, TV show and went and took care of it. Well, it's, oh well, I reopen mean, it's, then. It's, it's really. I mean, well, let's just say there's a reason I'm agnostic. But I mean, if that's what a person believes, then uh, I'm just saying that it should be their right. To sure, do and it. I and I see that. By the way, I did pull up a story from actually our affiliate uh, WBCK in Battle Creek. Uh, it's an FM talk station that airs us on Saturday. Jim Mishler reporting on South Haven. So Dodger had mentioned this town where business owners had sort of teamed up rather than trying to take each other down with the state's rules. They're teaming up to fight the state's rules. Uh, Many business owners in South Haven this weekend might have put up a couple of billboards proclaiming South Haven is open for business. But social media posts have taken care of that for them. Uh, WWMT was among the first local media outlets to report that businesses in South Haven downtown were booming over the holiday weekend in stark and to thousands memorable contrast to cities remaining shut down across the state. A loosely knit group of South Haven business owners said they've had it with the governor's shutdown. As for their benefit or and for their benefit, most city leaders and the city's police department were lockstep with the businesses and apparently are in full support. WWMT reports most every business along Phoenix Street in downtown South Haven was open on Saturday, and residents and tourists were spending time and money at them. The business owner said the potential legal action from the state far outweighed their need to reopen and work to save their business and maybe their town. Now, if only more people would have that particular viewpoint. Mark, you have a story, uh, 10 reasons why people do want the lockdown to continue. So these businesses are probably a minority. I'm pretty sure that I'm in the minority for wanting all the businesses to just reopen and say, screw you, we're going to do what we want. I think that 
my, if, if I had to make a guess, I would think business owners who are having a very difficult time of it right now um, are wanting to go back to work as soon as possible. I would go so far as to conjecture that you, even if you tried, couldn't have a more effective means of eradicating small business in, in the United States and perhaps around the world. The big businesses around the United States doing fine. Yeah, I actually saw something recently on one of these social media platforms about how, you know, we should next close down the Walmarts and the Home Depots and let the small business owners have a chance making all the money. It's a good yeah, it's a I'm I wouldn't advocate for that because I don't advocate for the limiting of uh, people's rights including people who work and shop and own stock in Walmart and Home Depot, but it makes a fair point and the fair point is is Basically, this lockdown has disproportionately targeted small business, and the cops are generally happy to go after small businesses. I'm sure that... Well, because the small businesses don't have armies of attorneys that are lined up. One of the worries, of course, that we've had is that um, the, the government fascism might be sort of uh, passed down to the corporations to let them enforce it yes, to some extent. That's happening. And I think we're seeing that. In a, uh, I, I was at the, the Rite Aid about a week ago, mm-hmm. and there was this notice on the board. I have a, I'll read it to you here. I, I uh, got a picture of it. Um, and where by, was this posted? Uh, on a Rite Aid entrance. Okay. Quote. By order of the governor, you must wear a face covering to enter this store, unquote. That's a lie. Uh, that is a lie. And uh, I thought, wow. So, you know, I got a picture of it. I'm editing a video about it now. Uh, but then I started seeing more and more different companies doing this. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen all over my Facebook page, people in New Hampshire, around New Hampshire, are reporting they're seeing these lying signs. Well, it's probably easier for the businesses to, you know, shuck it off on the state if, uh, you know. It's the law. Whatever. It isn't. What can except I do? It, except it's not. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. They they don't know that, though. I mean, in general, they're relying on things that are passed down to them from higher up branches along the corporate food yeah, chain. Yeah, your typical assistant manager in one of these places is just doing what they're told, right? Yeah. I they mean, heard it was the law, so it must be the law. They didn't read it. They didn't read these orders. I mean, and even if they but know, if, it's if not those the orders law. aren't the law anyway. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. These are the 10 reasons why some people don't want quarantine to end. So, and they put it in the sort of the the uh, second person, right? You're you're afraid coronavirus isn't really under control, and that everyone flocking together without mask or masks or social distancing will cause a resurgence that may even be worse. Are there people out there that believe that uh, the coronavirus is everything that the media has says it is, and somehow believe that the United States government can somehow control that? Um, I don't know what people believe necessarily, but I would say that 
if you believe that the coronavirus is uh, this sort of Franken bug that, uh, you know, flits about and kills whomever a lot of people say uh, have been like they want to be scientific on one hand and anecdotal on the other right like so you say look the likelihood of you getting coronavirus and dying from coronavirus or even being mortally injured from coronavirus if you're below the ages age of 70 is highly unlikely so if people should be self-quarantining those people should probably be over the age of 70 and we should be helping those people by bringing them groceries and uh, stuff and dropping them on their doorsteps sure like there's a there's a way to handle this without crashing the entire economy then people will anecdotally say but kids and adults have gotten the coronavirus and that's true not all kids are the same and you can't teach all kids you can't treat all kids to be the same like jack had a friend who was when he was young he just was into everything you know that kid would be into everything so i was going to be very extra careful when that kid came over for a play date to make sure the guns were you know taken care of i've never had a problem with my son and guns and we keep them Probably, you know, I think the the general zeitgeist is to have things in safes and stuff like that. So Laura's where, where weapons. they're useless as home defense. But eh, yeah. I disagree. Um, I mean, get get yourself one of them. Fing- I don't them, have I don't have any kids in my house though. So get a thumbprint thing, and uh, you know, wham bam, you got it just as fast as you need it. Well, not if someone chops your hand off. <laughs> I don't. If I don't somebody's close enough to chop weapons. your hand off, your gun isn't going to be much use. Well, you uh, you can probably shoot them if you have the gun nearby before they get their chance to shut your cut your hand off. Okay, but um, at this point you're like racing toward the safe, and this person has a machete. I, I think how far you, I, do you think your safe? How far would your safe be from your bed? Does it matter? I think you lose the match against the machete. Uh, <laughs> I I I don't know how to have these conversations. Uh, that this whole what if this and what yeah, if I'm that thing happens. I'm not a fan of biometrics in general. Though, there's so. not a there's not a what if surrounding uh, getting attacked by somebody in your home and being able to use a gun anyway. It's funny because I actually want to talk a little bit about my governor in my state of Ohio, um, Mike DeWine. He had actually wanted to put forth a mandatory mask order until the backlash in the state legislature uh, amongst his own party was so high that he didn't want to get censured or face repercussions. Uh, Did Sununu try something like that where he wanted to make it mandatory or was that just... um, a recommendation. Uh, he's only made a recommendation from what I understand. Yeah, that's what we ended up getting in Ohio. However, a lot of local businesses um, have mask requirements for those willing to, uh, for those wanting to enter the store, like the, um, and even some non-local businesses, like the local Dollar General uh, will not let you in unless you have a mask. Otherwise you're told to leave. Um, and what I, I wanted to know your I've opinion been picked on out that. Of better you, places than this. <laughs> than Dollar General. Well, I wanted to know your opinion. Do you think that that's their prerogative as a private business to choose whether or not somebody uh, enters their store based upon what they're wearing? Absolutely. It's sure. something they uh, they should be able to do. All right. And are you against the... Con- I remember before you said you would judge anybody for wearing a mask, and I was going to actually ask you judge this question them? a couple weeks ago. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can wear whatever you want, man. You it's said your that face. to it's me. Your face. No, not to me. You said that on the air. You said that you you had judged people that wore masks because you thought they were cooperating and buckling to the state. No, I wouldn't jump to a conclusion about that. I'm so worried about Hong Kong. I mean, I really think this, this is the, uh, you know, like... 
the world has been given all the warnings it's going to get. You know how they say the drowning person, you know, comes up, you know, comes up three times before they drowned or whatever. I think this is the third time before it's really over for Hong Kong. Really? Yeah. That's, I think it's it. Like, I don't depressing. know what. I mean, isn't isn't a what's happening there do now about it? a result of the national anthem or something? There's all kinds of things going on within. I did see some uh, something about the national anthem, but I don't know that much about it. Um, but you know, the, the the fight's back on. Yeah. Um, China is. I mean, I see leftist Americans being like, "My God!" Like they're all on China's side. It's amazing. You're kidding? No. I mean, who in their right mind? What American in their right mind, born in the quote land of the free? Would be on the side of the Chinese government. I'll tell you, I saw, uh, it was early on, and it was probably late March, I saw a story, or maybe early April, uh, from some leftist, obviously, who was just singing the praises of China's communist regime for their insane lockdown. Yep. uh, Where they were, you know, boarding people up in their own homes or whatever. I wanted to share something with you guys that I believe you you all appreciate. I was uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in Arkansas, uh, but back in the summer of 2000, I was in youth ministry, and I worked at a small church in central Illinois. Uh, this was Woodford County, uh, around Eureka, Illinois, kind of right in between Chicago and, and St. Louis. All right. Uh, a friend of mine who is an elder at the church there posted this on his Facebook, and I wanted to share it with you guys. It's just a little lengthy, but I think you'll I think you'll appreciate it. Um, in a special meeting this evening, our county board, by a 13 to zero vote, approved a statement rejecting the overreach of the governor of Illinois. Uh, this is the statement from the Woodford County Board. We, the Wood- Woodford County Board in the state of Illinois, trust what? our citizens to use their liberty wisely and make good decisions for their own health care. Let me interject real quick. What is a county board? Is that like a city council, but at the county level? Uh, Yes, I believe so. There's a few. I mean, these are small towns. They're all corn farmers. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just just your good salt of the earth, you know, hardworking folk. And I'll skip the middle of this, but I wanted to read the last paragraph. Uh, It says, in our constitutional republic, we do not have rulers. Ours is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. One has let oneself go, gotten fat, have gray roots, broken nails. They're ashamed and afraid that they won't be able to put themselves back together quickly enough to be seen in public. Seriously? <laughs> now, is this a, what is this based on exactly? Is this, this psychiatrist coming up with a list? Okay, so she, the psychiatrist didn't actually talk to people about this. They're just like spouting off, or is this based on what they've had conversations with like their, their customers or I'm whatever certain that uh, they are talking to people through uh, Zoom and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, so, people so, really don't. They, they want the lockdown to continue because they put on weight during that, the. Lockdown. That's true during every winter. Though. Well, I see a lot of people complaining that some people. What is it? You'll either come out uh, um, a, a a chunk, a drunk, a hunk, or one other or a monk. Unk, a monk. Maybe. That's right. Um, you know, out of this lockdown, and you know, while one might be a, a hunk, uh-huh. another will be a chunk. There'll probably be 10 chunks for every uh, hunk. There was a headline at Drudge Report that uh, the average American has gained five pounds or something like that during this. Yeah, and, and alcoholism. I mean, isn't that true? All, all the time from January to May, though? I would expect. Mm, I mean, maybe. isn't that why people talk about, you know, beach bodies and things like that? If you want people to come on board with the ideas of freedom, 
you're not going to get there by beginning an assassination campaign against the current status quo. That's obviously, obviously. You know, a, a quote out of the law book I read recently is, that stuck with me this whole time. You know, we deal with what is, not what ought to be. So with what is, is voting, is peaceful resistance, looking at, at examples that have succeeded, that, that include our ideals and our values. But, you know, uh, it, it's given me a lot of mental stress lately. I've already moved once for freedom to protect my children. Sure. And uh, and now I'm worried about income. I'm, I'm worried about yeah. there's so much of, of what our country is worried about, obviously. And um, I wonder if there's resources. I wonder if there's any philosophical ends to, to like, where to look to decide if joining a militia is not in itself, uh, you know, it, it's prescribed, in fact. It, it's not in itself some some violent act, and their purpose is to serve the people, and that's all great. But then I, I look, you know, what I would be committing to, it scares the crap out of me that, that it's already... Well, if militias worked... Um, we would see we would see a lot of evidence of that. So I, I tuned in just as you guys started talking about the um, the reason the three reasons that people were uh, hesitant for the lockdown to finish or to, to ease or how we put it. Um, what were what were they again? Well, um, what they're afraid is the gist of them. I mean, they're afraid of various things. Right. They've uh, let themselves go and Physically. Or they're, uh, afraid of the uncertainty of the what the world will look like, or they're afraid that uh, right. coronavirus isn't, isn't really under control. And those are three out of ten. We haven't even gotten to the other seven. That's yeah. true. There are seven more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Maybe I should call back later then. I don't <laughs> <laughs> well, you only get one call per um, night. Did you so- want to comment on those three? Go ahead. Yeah, so um, I guess I kind of I, I, I definitely agree that um, probably one of the main reasons that people don't want to um, go back out is because then they don't think that the virus is completely un- under control. But do you, do you really think that it's because they've let themselves go as well, or is that like a is that like a joke? Or do you I don't know that? what uh, what what could possibly be you know the reasons, but do I think that people come up with excuses for their actual uh, belief, you know, or actual feelings on a topic? Absolutely. So well, are there people out there? Sure. Is yeah. that this this list is coming from a psycho- psychologist or psychiatrist or therapist yeah. or whatever who presumably has heard these excuses from her actual clients. Number four, like you like working from home better and dread returning to the workplace. Uh, That's a its, legitimate reason. Yeah, with its stale coffee, annoying almost... coworkers, and demanding boss. Maybe you like working from home. I certainly like working from home. I prefer that. I could come here and uh, you know kick the door open on uh, the studio every morning at 9 a.m. and work here. I choose not to do that. And life is pretty good. Number five is you enjoyed the time that you had with your partner or kids and you don't want this closeness to end. Okay, so they don't want to go back to work. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at some point or another, you're, it's, it's, as great as your life might be right now, you still have to make a living. Um, and you know, well, now I hear that uh, what's his name, Andrew Yang, is getting headlines for proposing that Americans go to a three-day weekend instead of a four-day instead of a two-day weekend, so a four-day work week. 
instead of a five-day work week. There's actually been some interesting studies uh, done on that particular topic. Yeah, I mean, people, people like should be able to some... work how they want to work, right? Well, I mean, if it's more effective to work four days instead of five, then do that. Yeah, if it's more effective to work 32 days, 32 hours out of a week, then, you know, whatever. If you're I, more productive at home than you are at the office, then it should stay that way. Is it true the and... protesters are breaking into the Target and maybe perhaps other uh, innocent businesses that have nothing whatsoever it, to do with the murder? It does look like that, uh, unfortunately, they are attacking some businesses, but they are also surrounding the police station. They have the police station completely surrounded, wow. a bunch of windows broken out. The Still. cops are up on the roof. Yeah, because yeah, this started last night roof. when we were on the air. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Because, how many cops uh, are up on the roof? There's at least a dozen, looks like. Wow, I wonder yeah, how many no. are in the building entirely, because is this like a big department? Where Where is this It happening? is not. It's it's a small police precinct. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like they've got a pretty good-sized parking lot out back with police cars. Um, it's only a one or maybe a two-story building. It's mm. not very big, but uh, they definitely are out there in force. And so, wait, now the, least, are the police also outside the building that are not? Are they not on the roof as well? Are they like outdoor, like a phalanx of them surrounding the protesters, or are the protesters the, the surrounding the building completely? And there's no one on the outside of the protesters. Well, there are there are police on the outside of the building on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.